This is the Tribune Audio Network. This episode of Eat It Virginia is brought to you by your locally owned and operated McDonald's restaurants. National First Responders Day is October 28th. Show your first responder ID for a free sandwich. And a whole lot of men don't really get to do what they called to do. I think that's if, if, I, if you can do that, man. That's that's what life, you know, one of the biggest things is life to do something you love. It's Monday, July fifteenth, and finally Scott makes it to La Possum. Booth tells us about tannins, and Ronnie, Ronald Logan from the original Ronnie's Barbecue, talks to us about ribs. Welcome to Eat It, Virginia. Hello and welcome to Eat It, Virginia. My name is Scott Wise and I'm here with my good friend, Roby Martin. Roby, we are live on location. Where are we, Roby? God, this is actually a new thing for me. So we are at Barrel Thief tonight because, you know, our podcast sommelier, he pretty much lives here. So I'm staring out over his beautiful restaurant. I can see some gorgeous diners. This is fun. We're drinking red wine. We're having a good conversation. It's all good tonight. It's great. I can, I mean, weather is good in here. It's hotter than heck outside. Earlier today, speaking of hot, earlier today, we were visiting with Ronnie Logan out in Verina at Ronnie's, the original Ronnie's Barbecue. He's got a great story to tell, and we can't wait to bring that to you just in a few minutes. Did you eat anything? Before you got there, I had a pulled pork sandwich and some French fries. Wow. I brought the fries back to work afterwards, back to Channel 6. And yeah, I also Channel brought 6 a, did not a, get the good a brisket stuff. sandwich back for Channel 6. And they were gone within six seconds, I would say. So gone in six seconds. The ribs didn't even make it home. No. No, I ate them. You did? The bar. Yeah, I oh, got a sampler box. What did Ryan say about that? What did Ryan say about the ribs? She had, she had purchased the thing for, for Ryan. Who is the significant other in my life. Um, he did not receive as many ribs as they originally gave me. How about that? Fair enough, fair enough. They were delicious. We have some really great news. I don't know if you saw this. Oh, what's that? Uh, did you see that U.S. Travel thinks we're amazing? Oh, that was so cool. And finally, we're getting some National Pub. I, U.S. Travel is super big, Scott. Come on. Like, I don't know about you, but I got, like, goosebumps and thought to myself, Yay! Our last episode with Rita McClenney, it's being spread across the country. I think it's because we broke that news about uh, It's absolutely Homeland. because of me. But wait, what? What? <laughs> I didn't say that. Yes, it is. <laughs> and it's also because you want me to be an extra on The Walking Dead, which I feel like is now a thing. The Hot List comes out today. Oh, I'm excited to read it. Who, who made the Hot List in July? I am not going to tell you. I think that you're... Actually, you know what? I'll give you a teaser. Okay, I love teasers. Do you know that we have a chef in town that worked with Emeril Lagasse? I did not know that. I don't think that he's on. He or she is on the hot list right now. That restaurant that just recently opened hit the hot list, and I think that it would be a place that you'd like to go. Oh, I can't wait to read that one. That'll be on WTBR.com by the time this podcast drops. Absolutely publish, publishes. And we got it. We kept a couple on there so if you remember the wings that you love oh yes that's manchu mm -hmm. there's no tease for that one and then also bateau they have added outdoor seating and jazz so nice. two have you heard good things about bateau obviously you have if they're on your hot I list i have been and it's adorable oh cute awesome that's on the canal it is and manchu is north water. side mm -hmm. north side north avenue right speaking of your hot list roby i finally did it i convinced some friends to go out to dinner with me Holy which is moly. which is Number one, a great we accomplishment. We finally did it, guys. Finally did it. I Number don't, I two. Mean, like, I really don't know. 
He's, he finished it with convince some friends to go out to dinner with him. But Wednesday I night, really feel sad. I went to La Possum for the first time in my life. That's an experience, isn't it? Holy Lord. So I think that a good portion of Richmond Dine is are like toddlers walking around, and La Possum is like a prima ballerina. I don't understand what happened last night. Well, <laughs> Wednesday night. I don't understand what happened. It was like a Quentin Tarantino movie from the second we walked into that place. It's amazing. The music, the atmosphere, the, the people, the food, the menu. It's um, amazing. Someone told me, I read it after the fact, I, on my Instagram, I had, I had asked for advice, and someone said I have to check out the bathroom. Unfortunately, I didn't make the bathroom. I didn't want to leave my table. What did I miss in the bathroom? First oh, of all, all sorts of before awesome we things. get into my, my story. Nope, not doing it. All right, fair. Not I'll, telling I'll me, you got to go back. David Shannon is amazing, and you should visit multiple times. Our, our server was a woman named Susan. I'm guessing she's been there forever because she knew the menu forward and backwards. She navigated it for us, suggested the wine. I mean, it's stuff that, like... You expect Why to happen? Why did you eat? Oh, sure. Sorry. Um, I split an escargot uh, appetizer, uh, which was phenomenal. It was like a ham biscuit escargot appetizer. The flakiest, most delicious ham biscuit you've ever Isn't had. Isn't it, though? Mm-hmm. Oh, my Lord. It was, it was so good. Uh, we also shared an egg dish that had caviar and roe. Faberge on. egg. Yes. I mean, I've only you been a couple You times. know it all. Um, and then for dinner, I think you recommended this to me, but for dinner, I had the uh, lobster mac. So that's just not decadent at all. I could it? only eat like six bites, and then the rest of it came home with me because and then you ate it was way too much. For days. I totally recommend this restaurant, one hundred percent. When it's a Scott Wise recommendation, guys, I have then, a s- it, then it means that everyone should go immediately. I am jamming out here. Scott. I like this live audience we have. I think it's great. I think they like us. I mean, I got a guy to my right eating a panini that looks absolutely delicious. A couple of really lovely ladies to my left drinking some great wine. I think Booth's about to come tell us about wine. So, Booth, I'm really going to put you to the test today. Let's do I got, it. I got, I got wine questions. Good. Let's, let's, let's see what you got. Let's hear them. Well... So when you're drinking wine or you're at a wine tasting and somebody's like, that's got a ton of tannins. That person that's standing next to you, he's swirling around kind of jerkily, you know, ooh, tannins. (laughs) (laughs) What what are they talking about? What are tannins? Yeah, it's a good question. The tannins in grapes come from seeds, stems, and skin mostly. Uh, there, you can get a little bit of tannin from oak barrel aging, but the, the most tannin comes from the, the grapes themselves and certain parts of the grapes, like I said. So think about getting a table grape at the store and you chew on the skin and it kind of dries your mouth out. That is from tannin. Um, so, so it's not actually uh, how dry the wine is. Dry, when you say it's dry, that means it's not sweet. It's dry is the opposite of sweet uh, in wine, but it is a drying sensation in your mouth. Okay. Okay, so we should think about it when we're drinking wine. Should we think about it in, like, in stem and seed and skin perspective? Like, when I start to taste wine, should I be like, mm. whoa, this really tastes like the stem of a purple grape? You know, yeah. If you can if you can do that, that's awesome. That's that's advanced stuff, though. I'd be, I'd be, I'd be, I I'd be impressed yeah, if you could. I mean, my palate's amazing, Booth. We all yeah, know. Well, I know no, that is. No, I know no, it is. No, 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 no. I can't tell you anything <laughs> about a stem. So how, if I'm, like, totally unknowledgeable about this stuff but really dig drinking wine, which I think yeah. most people do. That yeah. would be me. That's Scott <laughs> um, and me. I mean, and most people. Let's 
Yeah, wine's give, great. Give me some ways to to drink and kind of decipher what's going on in my face. Yeah, so, well, again, the, the tannin, like when you drink wine, it, it's, it has the same sensation as when you actually eat that table grape, like okay. I was saying. So you'll actually feel that. Like you'll feel the wine kind of drying out your mouth. And some grape varieties have more tannin than others. Uh, for example, Cabernet Sauvignon has, has a high level of tannin. Uh, Pinot Noir has a pretty moderate to low uh, amount of tannin. Okay. Can you tell if a wine is high, has a high tannin just by the bottle, or is it something no. you ask? Or how do you... you should ask. It's grape variety by grape variety. So the more familiar you are with, with different wines, um, um, the more you know, you'll learn as you're tasting. So you'll just get to know that Cabernet has high tannin, that Pinot Noir has low tannin, and then, and of course, there's thousands of other grapes out there. So you just kind of slowly learn. And, and then ask your friendly neighborhood wine shop, owner so if you don't love the drying sensation yeah maybe a pinot noir is for you exactly stick to the yep exactly so if i love the drying sensation do i have a wine in front of me now that would so yeah we i poured a couple of um a t well two different red wines with with very different levels of tannin um just so you can kind of experience that feeling and the first on the left is is uh let's call it a Pinot Noir. It's actually a Gamay grape, which is, is sort of similar to Pinot Noir, very low tannin grape. Then on the right, we have a northern Italian variety uh, called Grignolino. And Grignolino is kind of cool because it has an extra seed in the grape. And just oh. that one extra seed adds quite a bit of extra tannin to the wine, the finished wine. Uh, Interesting. Yeah, so kind of cool. So I should drink the lowest tannin one first. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, you always want to start low and then get bigger. Low which, one first on your left, the darker one. Which is one, the darker one. Counterintuitive here. but I totally just picked up the lighter one I thinking know. it was going to be, be heavier in tannins. I know. But I love the way this tastes. Yeah, this is this is a light, fruity wine. This is this is like summer red wine, right? You know, If you're sitting outside in the heat, it... A high tannin wine is not really going to be pleasurable, in my opinion, uh, unless you know you're grilling steaks and you have something really rich that that tannin can cut through. Um, it's kind of—I uh, don't know. This is the kind of wine I like to drink when it's when it's hot. You can chill it a little bit. What is the name of this wine? So this one, um, this one, you're going to have to ask for when you come to Barrel Thief because there's a lot of funny French words. Okay. Uh, so the producer's name is Verdier Logel. And they're in a region called Côte de Forêt, and it's a wine that's called Le Gourmet. So just ask for the Gamay wine that, uh, that I talked about on the podcast. And then our other guy, I'm going to take a sip of that. And you say that I'm going to really know. You'll notice. Okay, here I go. Really swish it around your mouth, too. Holy moly. Totally different, right? Yeah. It's got grip, kind of bites into like your cheeks. It's like sandpaper across my tongue. Yeah. That's crazy. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. So tannin is is like a uh, a thing you really want to think about when you're pairing foods with wines because tannin and fat cancel each other out, and so that's why high tannin wines uh, get paired often with with steak, like I was saying, rich, fatty, meaty kind of kinds of dishes, uh, because those tannins just melt that fat away and vice versa. They kind of cleanse your palate too when you when you have a lot of fat in your on your palate after a bite of food. And the name of this wine? So this is a producer in uh, Piedmont, Italy, north northwest Italy, and it's um, they're called Crivelli. And then the 
grape variety or the DOC, uh, where it comes from, is called Grignolino d'Asti. So it's, it's Grignolino from the Asti region of northern Italy. How would this high tannin wine go with barbecue? I think, man, if you had brisket, it would be, I think it would be pretty tasty. So a fatty piece of brisket. I know a guy who has some money brisket, and he's coming up next on the podcast. You guys stay tuned to find out who that is. So, Roby. Yes, Scott. It's not, it's not polite to talk about ages, but we're going to talk about ages right now. Okay. The country is celebrating a very important birthday. It's the 40th anniversary of the first Happy Meal. Do you remember your first time well, it, I eating feel, a Happy Meal? I gotta say this. The Happy Meal is as old as I am. Aww. I know. You both age so gracefully. Oh, that's so good. The chicken nuggets still do look good, don't they? Always. So tell us what uh, McDonald's is doing to celebrate the 40th anniversary of the Happy Meal. The same thing I got when I turned 40. A surprise party. They're Ooh. doing a surprise Happy Meal. So what does that entail? And t- toys. What kind of toys? Surprise. All right. They're toys from the last 40 years. Ooh, do you remember what the toys were when we were kids? I don't know, but I'm crossing my fingers for a Muppet baby. Was, it, was there an E.T. toy or a Star Wars? That's what I liked when I was a E.T. Kid. phone home toy? That, that's the one. Oh, Star Wars. Who do you like? In Star Wars? Yes. Han Solo. Duh. Why are you even asking that question? So you want a Han Solo toy? Absolutely. So you do know when you can get one? Tell me. If if that's the surprise, and I'm not going to spoil the surprise, on November the 7th is when they're going to start the 40th anniversary with all of the surprise toys from the last 40 years. So Scott, we are like really on location. This today. is awesome. This I is know. This is incredible. I yeah. mean, we're in the middle of yeah. it. We are there. And I have Ronald... Ronnie Logan. I'm across like a desk from the legend, the barbecue legend. I'm actually, I might be, I'm a tuning fork right now. I'm so excited about this. Meaning what exactly? Well, I have heard, I, I will tell you, in the 15 years I've been writing about food in Richmond and and the state of Virginia, I have had your barbecue one time. Once. Shame on you. I, you <laughs> You know what? <laughs> somebody somebody said that to me today that I'm a complete idiot that I'm not eating it weekly. I hear, and this is going to be a really bold statement. Let's hear it. That you have the best brisket in the city. Yeah, it could I, I agree with him. Maybe the state. Maybe the state. Yep, it's mighty good. So how did you get started? Oh, I started back at home uh, on the. On the smoke in the backyard, you know, and uh, developing my skills there, and my pop done it. And I was telling him, the, my pop used to cook barbecue at the other end of the park lot when the old country store was here. Yeah, and uh, I used to be out here with him, you know, and, and kind of got the passion for him, you know. And then as I got older and doing different things and got to cooking more, it kind of just, you know, kind of blew up into something I love to do. Are you out here every day? No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> no, I'm not. Were you before? We, uh, yeah, before, yeah, but not no more, yeah. We're we, we out here, uh, we're open Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And uh, some days, you know, probably out of the seven, I might be out here six, you know, come by here, do a little something, you know, like that, but... Uh, not every day, you know, because, um, you know, what's the saying? 
no play, make Jack a dull boy or something. Yeah, but sure, you have to have some days off. Yeah, and I, you know, cause then I got another little part time job I do too, like somebody else I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think he's talking about me, Scott. I think we'll, he is. We'll get into that, and I love it. So you smoke meat four days a week. Yeah, yeah, and sometimes five. According to, see, the other days that we close, we focus on catering. Okay. You know, we do, you know, we do the catering and all, and, and uh, get those together, get the orders together, and line up everything for for parties and and special orders like that. So your dad taught you. Mm-hmm. Taught me a lot, and okay. I and I taught myself a lot. Okay. And other friends, you know, I got friends from Louisiana and all. And, Showed me some things and and you know like that about about cooking this meat you know and then a lot of stuff I developed. So walk me through your process, all the things that you can tell me because I'm sure there's secrets. Yes, it is. <laughs> no doubt about that. We all have <laughs> secrets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's the one thing we start off with a couple of. A cup of love. Yes, yes. And How sometimes big is, is it an actual eight uh, ounces? No, it's a five gallon bucket, really. But <laughs> you know, everybody probably identify more with a cup. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I prefer my love in five gallon buckets. Yeah. A bucket of love sounds good. I like that. A bucket of love. So I yeah. identify with the yeah, five gallon. Yeah, bucket of love. But the thing about it, the people that work here and my family, we genuinely love people. You know, one of the things we love the most, we love the. To cook this food and love to see people enjoy eating it, you know. Uh, when I came back this time, I was so shocked—not shocked, but overwhelmed. But people said, "Ronnie, I'm so glad you're back. We missed you. We Where'd missed you, you go?" I went in a hiatus for a little while, you know, and and, and got back uh, and you just came back with, with with family. Good. Yeah, and all. Uh, you know the real deal now. Yeah, the original. Yeah. So we're, you were downtown, and we were, we were. When I started, tell the truth, I started. I used to go over to the flea market on Williamsburg Road when I first got Big Red, and then a little spot over, just I mean over South Side there. I worked there a while, and then in the parking lot, you know Main Street. Sure. And then uh, from there we came here, and then so from flea here. Market. Yeah. On Williamsburg Road with Big Red. That's the yeah, smoker yeah, that I saw yeah, outside. Yeah, uh-huh, yep, yep. So you've had that lovely lady for a little while. Yeah, I bought that in 07. Oh, yep. Nice. Went to, we went to Indiana and picked it up. Really? Yep, yep. It, it is Tell red. them what it is. Tell them what, what, what's, the, what's the name of the company? Southern Yankee? Was it what? <laughs> yeah. Yankee Southern? Yeah. Southern Yankee Southern Grill. Yan- that was the, that's the brand Southern name. Southern Yankee Barbecue. Yep. Southern Yankee, Yankee Barbecue. Barbecue. That's the moron if you ever... <laughs> No kidding, right? <laughs> so you were telling me about what happened when you were down in Shaka Bottom next to Millie's. What was the little oh, little bit of fate that happened down oh, there? Oh, about the Food Network, yeah. Because, uh, you know, we was across the street from Millie's. And the lady left Millie's. She was coming, going back home to Philly. But she was um, she a lady of original, a lady named Delilah Wanda. And she had, like, three restaurants in Philly. And she, um, she, she was on... You know, the Food Network a few times. I get Bobby Flay and all that, you know. And the producer of the show, the best thing I ever ate, which is a native of Richmond. He graduated from Freeman, you know. And uh, so when they put together the show, what you do, you ask chefs what the best thing they ever ate. And the show, the first show came on was about barbecue. 
and they asked her because she had, you know, she was a chef and had been on there a few times. Uh, what the best thing she ate in barbecue? She said the ribs from running, you know. And when they first called me, I thought somebody was playing a practical joke. You know, I said, okay, yeah, just come on out when you get ready. <laughs> <laughs> just any old time. Yeah, yeah, yeah any old time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, just I, come on to my house. And, yeah, <laughs> and then the next thing I know, they called and said, well, we could, we're looking to come out in such and such a day, and then they called where we have to change, you know, until they got here and all. And that's how I ended up on the Food Network. And then after that, the show was a big hit, and it ended up, the producer was on The View. And so I had to send some of my food, the ribs, up to The View and all on television because they took food from two or three episodes, you know. Sure. And all. And they were, they had a fit over it up there. Yeah. So uh, you were telling me earlier, and we've seen stories where a food writer will go to a restaurant and, and declare, this is the best burger I've ever had, or this is the best steak or the mm. best barbecue. And then... What happens to your business when, when someone goes on oh, TV yeah. and says that? Because that, I was down in the parking lot with Big Red and a pop-up tent. It was just you and Big Red. Me and Big Red, you know. And that, I mean, seriously, that was it. <laughs> and that thing hit Food Network. I had people from Australia coming. Seriously? <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. God, see, I seen you on TV in Australia. <laughs> you know, here I am. <laughs> yeah. I'd like a rib. Yeah, and all, and then it, it would it, tell the truth. It was good, and then it was bad because I wasn't ready for it. I'm starting a new business. I can cook barbecue, but I really couldn't run, you know, like the back room stuff. You know, like a business part. But I could cook some barbecue and all, and um, and it was good. But it, it kind of was too good. You know, it kind of blew me out the water. You know, and all, and it, and when you. And some you got to be careful too, because you get big headed, and sure. that's the truth. You know, you got there's a whole lot of things come with that. Not only the, the work and all, but ego. You got to you got to hold your reins on that sometime. And 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 I call that experience. You know, uh, if people ever go to, through something like this, don't get too excited about nothing. You know, just hold your rein, hold true to to what you're trying to do, and, and you're gonna be all right. You know, uh, because. Um, there's a lot of stuff out there that can sway you off the path. You know. Sure. You know, you can you know, you can get hit by a Brinks truck and the money fall out, but you're still off your path. <laughs> yeah, this is true. You know, yes. <laughs> you know, you know, like that. And, and, and you know, that's what I said. But uh, but it's all good. I'm back on track with my family and all and my loved ones and my nieces and nephews, grandkids. And I can't say enough about the kids. They um they're wonderful, you know. How many of your kids work here with you? Ah. How many kids do you have? I got two sons. Okay. I got sisters and brothers, got nieces and nephews and grandkids, and you know, that work here. I got a picture on my phone I can show you. You might have seen it on Facebook of when we had a grand opening with everybody that worked here was on the you know, the family was on the picture, yeah. <laughs> but it's uh it's a whole lot. Probably 10, 15 of us, you know. Now, is there a process that your family has to go through? They start off, you know, at the front cashier, then they move to the grill, then they're... Biggest thing we're trying to do, we're trying to develop the kids' work ethic, you know. Uh, The older kids, they do the cash register, the ones like teenagers and stuff, you know. And then uh, the younger ones, uh, they bag or put put potato salad in cups. 
Sure. You know. Somebody's got to do it. Oh, uh, they, they, they dump the, the younger ones, you know, take the boxes out or something like that, you know, things like that. But everybody got a little, little part, and they get paid. You know, they make they make real money. You sure. Know? And um and that makes me happy that that we can do something for them and they can. They, they it's not given to them, but they actually work for it and they appreciate it. You know, and and when they go and spend spend it, they really feel good about spending their money, not not your yeah, money or somebody else's, somebody else's money. Sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, and that's one of the blessings about you know this thing you know family owned and run. You know, uh, because like the, the the main part the grown-ups that do it, we don't take very little bit out the business. You know, the kids make more than we do. You know, and hopefully down the road, you know, they can Ryan's can send them to college and everything else. You know, we have a we have a good time around here. You know, it looks good. You, I I think behind Big Red, I saw a DJ. Yeah, my brother-in-law. Of course. <laughs> sure. Another, yeah, yeah. I mean, he is set up there like people are gonna just dance all night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's Club Ronnie's. You know, you, you never heard of Club yeah. Ronnie's? Yeah, yeah, Club Ronnie's. What's it start? They, right they, after they the do ribs? dance out here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every morning we start off with we got uh, it's a gospel song he put on every morning before I start cooking. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that yeah, sounds, yeah. Gets yeah, all the meat yeah, in the mood. Get out, get uh, get my little shout on and stuff. Yep. <laughs> Love that there's a DJ behind all that meat, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we were uh, when I was out here earlier getting some lunch. Your 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 room was packed with people that were eagerly waiting for their food. Do you have regulars that come in every single day? Oh, what yeah, what kind yeah, of relationship got, do you have with your customers? Come in and all that come in a couple of times a week. Too, you know, we can't. They but four days, so they, <laughs> we see them more than once. You know, a lot of guys that that come through here on the route, like truck drivers and stuff. You know, because, you know, the last guy I was talking to, I guess, before we went outside, you know, he he come through on the truck, but he was off today. He came through, you know, on his day off. And uh, I was telling you that I was first initiated to, to Ronnie's um, on my bicycle because this restaurant where we are right now is on uh, in Verina, right on the Capitol Trail. And for, for years, actually, I would ride my bike up the Capitol Trail, and you turn this corner out in Verina, and it just the smell just hits you, the smoke. And the meat do you and get the barbecue. Bike riders? Do we? Oh yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. we get a whole lot of bike riders. Yeah. Huh, that's they're they're working off the calories and then putting them back yeah, on. Yeah, my I problem is I never had my wallet on me and I'm wearing like you know this get up this this bicycle kit skin tight stuff and yeah. I'm always feel kind of embarrassed to come is it in a here. Cyclist kit or a bicycle kit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, she uh, she likes to make fun of me and my hobbies. It's. No, it's, it's our in, thing. In his cycle it's kit, our thing. Yes. Yeah, yeah. But um, so folks actually get off their bikes and cross the street and, and come in oh, here. Oh yeah, I'll ride them in here. Yeah, because some of them, you know, they're another in the pocket. Like you can ride straight across the street, and all, and come in and all. They have like people that like a group of guys, uh, bicyclists, that come through. You know, I got to, uh, I got to make my bike rack. I make bike rack out of pa- old pallets. You know, line them up and you know put it, and then uh, you can stick the wheels in and it stand up. You know, but yeah, we get a lot of bike customers and all, and, and all because even at the grand opening. Um, when was that? On the on the trail, you know. Sure. When was it? Was like three or four years ago? Five years three ago? Three or four years? Yeah, it was. It was just before the big, the tour of. The f- oh yeah. It? Right. So four uh, years ago. Yeah. Richmond twenty. Twenty fifteen. So four years. Four years ago. I w- I was. I helped cut the ribbon. 
You Did know, you serve yeah. food? He's a VIP. No, we would because when they opened the bike trail, they were supposed to do it down in the bottom, but it rained, so they done it in the um one of the parks, right? In the in the in the, in the Holocaust Museum. Oh right, the slip. And they had the ribbon cutting. Yeah, I was on the line with them, you know, holding the ribbon. Yep. You have the snacks. That's what everybody thinks. They're yeah, riding their bike yeah. and they're like, there's the snacks. So the Capitol Trail is a new addition to Verina, but you were telling us that you started, your dad was cooking in the same neighborhood. Yeah, yeah. Back in the 1950s. In the same parking lot, really, on the other end. Yeah, yeah. Back in the 1950s. Yeah, uh, no, it was, uh, it won't have, it probably was in the 70s. But you've been here since the 50s in Verina. I've been here. Born in, I've never been nowhere else. Exactly, that's what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the fifth, yeah, since '52, I was born in '52, and I'm still here. Yeah. So you've seen a lot of, you've seen a lot come and go, and a lot oh, change yeah, in this yeah, community. Yeah. Why don't you talk a little bit about this community and and, and what it means Ver- to you? Verona, I love it, and it's, I can't say it, I just love Verona, and 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 the, most of the people that were born in Verona love Verona, you know, and all. Um, I was telling. Scott, that uh, most of my friends I grew up with still live in Verona, you know, still in the same same neighborhood or close to it, and all. Um, it just Verona is just it's I don't know it's 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 just heaven here in Richmond, <laughs> in the area, yeah, and all. Um, like I, I remember uh, one time they had uh, what was it? it was, oh. Verona used to have a Christmas parade, and I remember down at the boat landing where it ended, the guy said, "You can come and visit, but don't move here." <laughs> we have a, we have all the people we want. We like everyone that's here. We don't need anyone now. You're right. He said, long, he said, "Long you know, so you can come and visit, long as you don't move here." <laughs> yeah, that's perfect. That's a, that's Verona's slogan: visit. But don't move. Spend your money, but go back home. Exactly. Uh, We're yeah. not far away from anywhere. Yeah, but Verona is 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 is, is, is a really good spot, and it's out, it's quiet. You know, one of the things I tell people where I live at, I can wake up and hear the birds, the, the frogs, the you know, the, um, you know, the, all that singing and stuff. I got groundhogs, I got deers, uh, you know, foxes, skunks, all that here. Yeah. So if someone were to come to your restaurant, what would you recommend they order? Well, I tell you what, if you've never been here, get the sampler. That's all our smoked meats in one box. So what are all the smoked meats? We got um, ribs, you got beef brisket, pulled pork, and smoked wings. Smoked? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and today you were sampling some other thing. I, I got a little sample of something. Oh, yeah, what was yeah, that? Yeah, we, we run in a thing I'm trying to find a good sausage for the... For the for, you know to add to the menu you know so we trying some sausages you know to add to the menu we like to have a, you know a good most good barbecue spots got a good sausage and we got we trying to find one and um, whatever we bring on on to add to the menu it got to be off the chain it got to be the best there is you know around here uh, so so that's what we always try to do is you know to have the best you know. We don't have a big menu, but we got a mighty good one. <laughs> sure. But I think that's the best way to do it. Too many choices, and then it just makes it. Because what my f- feeling is, nobody likes to wait in a line. So our menu is small and good. So you can come here, and you can pick out something quick, and we can get it back to the across the counter to you pretty fast. You, you know, you can be a line here, but it's moving, you know. 
you mentioned that after the Food Network thing happened, it kind of knocked you off your feet a little bit. How, yeah. has, how has your process changed as a restaurateur <coughs> since, since that whole experience for the Food Network? One thing I was telling you, you got to control. control. Uh, that's why we're not open but four days. Because what I found out in experience, so I started this thing in the 07. And I found out that um, our customers are the best thing that we got. And I love them to death. But you can't let them throw you off your, you know, I talked about throwing off your course. Because, you know, they'll have you opening up every day plus a day. Mm-hmm. But... We're doing it, you know, you got to keep control of everything because it can get out of hand, you know. You'll be working God knows, I mean, all night and day and, and, uh, and end up, you know, it just be a total mess. But if you control everything, when we started, you know, they said, well, you ain't open. I said, that's all right. You know, they're they going to, you don't go to Chick-fil-A on Sundays, mm-hmm. Right. So I can be closed two days. You'll be fine. Yeah, right? yeah, they're going to be fine. And most of the time, when we open up on Thursdays, they be waiting in the parking lot. And, uh, and, uh, and we take care of them then. You were telling me that it was in your 50s that you lost your, your career job, your first, yeah, your first career job. Yeah, yeah, 57. When I, fr- when I first started out, I was a carpenter. You know, four years of apprenticeship and all. I built my own house. And, and when the recession hit, that's when I ended up doing building maintenance. And stayed there for 29 years till that closed. But then, then this moment happened in your life where that job goes away, and you what, what happens to Ronnie at that point? That time, I, you know, like I was telling you, said so a lot of good men gonna take care of the family even if they work at a job they can't stand. You know, and a whole lot of men don't really get to do what they called to do. And but I was lucky enough to do what I feel that I was called to do, to do something you love to do. And uh, I think that's, if, if, I, if you can do that, man, that's, that's what life, you know, one of the biggest things in life, to do something you love and do it with the people you, you love to do it with, yeah. So you said, okay, I'm now not a carpenter, so I'm going to go out to the flea market and sell ribs because I love them. Well, I tell I you what. I gotta say that's pretty badass. Uh, I cussed. But it is. <laughs> I mean, no, come but, on. But like, I love it. to do it. I'm gonna do it, and I'm gonna make it work. That's amazing. But it, it comes with like I'm a Christian, and it came with prayer. Now you know, and all, and all, that I was comfortable with with going out. That rig cost over when it was new, back in '07. It cost over seventeen thousand dollars. That's a lot. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's a big step. It's a lot now. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a big step, and I took it on faith, and I knew, you know, I won't scared of no work. You know, you know, it ain't been easy. I've been up, down, in and out, but I, you know, I stayed with it. I, I done Uber for a while when I won't doing it and all, but, but, but see, I prayed on it before I started. You know, a lot of stuff it ain't in your time, but his time, sure. and, and and his timing is the best timing there is. What did your family say when you said I'm going to do food from now on? What, what was that conversation like? Well, they knew how much I loved it, you know, um, and my sons did, you know, and and they worked with me when I first started. But the cooking and and, and the barbecue was something I loved to do, and they knew it, 
the family knew it, and, and, and they were fine with it, you know, and they got behind me. So I have a question, because I'm like a big food person, and I always like to know where you eat when you don't eat here. Can I ask uh, you that? Yeah, you can. I'm trying to think. Ah, you got to have a restaurant you love. Um, I'm trying to think, because I work all the time, you know. And when I'm at work, I used to pack my own lunch and, you know, take the hat and all. It's really, it's not the food, it's, it's the atmosphere and who you go there with. Sure, you sure. Know, you know, like me and my little, little uh, nephew, my sister's grandson, he was with me the other day, and we just went to Wendy's, and I enjoyed doing that with him. He's like 12 years old. We'd sit there talking, you know. It ain't, to me, it's, you know, it's a lot of places around got good food, and I didn't realize, because when I Ubered, I didn't realize there's so many little restaurants and joints was in Richmond now. I it's mean, a lot, you, right? You know, yeah, they got the craziest name, Porter, you know, what is that place over there in Oregon Hill? Uh, the old possum. Uh, what is it? Is that it? It's low possum. Uh, oh, no, low yes. possum. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's the great thing. These people. I mean, they coming out, come going in there left and right. I be taking them, picking them up, and uh, you know, I said, what place is this? You gotta go. You gotta go. Yeah, yeah. I don't have to try that. Yeah, yeah. You need to go to La Possum. If you're taking people left and right, you're not curious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm curious. I said, when is the guy in? You know. And eat millets. Many people, uh, I've never been in millets, you know, to, to eat, you know. Uh, also good. You should yeah, go there. Right, you know. In the cup, you know. You know what? I kn- I'm going to tell David Shannon, who owns La Possum, to look out for you. Yeah, yeah. I and I tell you somewhere I want to go to, a friend of mine, um, the Shag Bark up on Staples Mill. The Shag Bark. I think you should absolutely You're going to have one hell of an hour, Ronnie. I know him personally, and he's a good friend. And all, uh, Walter, good Walter, guy, yeah. Walter, good people, because he come by here uh, and he eats, you know. And, and I, he told me, he said, Ryan, come on by. And I just, just ain't got to. You got to go, and the chef invites you. You got to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Absolutely. Some of his guys was down here the other day that worked there. And, uh, yes, they were. Brandon was here. Yeah, it was. That's, yes, you know Brandon? I do know Brandon. Yeah, He's him and his chef boys, was, yeah. Mm-hmm. They came and had a good time and ate ice cream and everything while they were here. Yeah. I saw he came. He enjoyed it. Of course he enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. Now, you had lunch here, I Scott? did. I had a pulled pork sandwich today, some french fries and some baked beans. I saved you a fry or two. Just one. There's no sandwich left. Oh, see, now I know a guy. I bet I can get a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about you, Scott, but I'm about to get myself a sandwich. Well, there's, there's something about Sundays real quick, right? What's what's what special I, about Sundays? Oh, oh, that's DJs? mac and cheese Sundays. Mac what? and cheese oh, Sundays. Wait a second. There's mac and cheese on Sunday? Yes. Yeah, I love it. Mac and mac cheese, and cheese only on Sundays. Only, only on Sundays. Only on Sundays. The what, what's the decision with behind that? I would figure mac and cheese is a popular to, item. You don't go to Chick Fil A on Sunday. All right, so you but you'll come to Ronnie's for mac and cheese on Sunday. <laughs> I would come on Thursday, <laughs> but <laughs> I am totally good on Sunday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We do it because, like I said, you know, it's so busy, you know, and I mean, it's so busy, um, you know, during the week. You know, and and the, the mac and cheese guy, my nephew's school, well. You have a mac and cheese guy. Yeah. He makes the. He's the only guy that makes the macaroni and cheese. Yeah. So we do mac and cheese on Sunday. People come here for the mac and cheese on Sunday. That sounds That's great. It. I'm here. 
I am. You don't want to leave. You know, everybody got a business model, so right. Yep, and <laughs> Sunday is macaroni and cheese. That's yep. a wonderful business yeah, model. Yep. Then you come on Sunday to get mac and cheese. Yep. So where does Ronnie's go from here? What's well, the next steps? It goes from here. We hope to, to continue to, 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 to treat people right, feed them good food, and continue to, 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 to love what we do. You know, um, I, don't, I don't know if we get any bigger. I mean, I don't know if we're going to be Ronnie's and North Side, South Side, or what, but whatever it be, it's going to be good. <laughs> you know, it's going to be good, and it's going to be feel good and, and, and everything. So. So, you know, like I say, I'm 67, and them little kids that that, that, that work in here, whatever they want to do, <laughs> after I'm gone, they're <laughs> going to be fine with me. <laughs> You're listening to Roby and Scott Eat It, Virginia. We are yep. with Ronald Ronnie Logan. And, guys, Sunday is Mac and Cheese Day. Want more food in your ear? Subscribe to the podcast or find us on Twitter at Eat It Virginia, Instagram at Eat It Virginia, or Facebook at Eat It Virginia. And now, back to the show. So we have a, we had a, a constructive email from one of our fans uh, this go-around, Roby. Oh, no more snakes? No more snakes this time. Actual email from Cynthia. She says she listens to our podcast religiously. She loves it. However, she wants... I love religious listeners. And if you guys are looking to listen religiously, let me tell you where you can do that. You can do it at eatitvirginia.com, at eatitvirginia on Instagram, or you can go to wtvr.com and search at eatitvirginia, or so many places. You can go to anywhere that you prefer your podcasts. Love it. So Cynthia listens to us on her drive to and from work. And since she's driving, she can't write down all the restaurants that you mentioned and you recommend. Oh, that's a really good point. So she was wondering if we could, if there was some place that we could document the restaurants that we talk about. And yes, Cynthia, there is. Um, I will put that on WTBR.com. Um, and I will also put that in the show notes of this podcast. So if you listen to the, sh- the podcast, if you download it, it'll be in the show notes for you. So, Cynthia, ask and you shall receive. Scott's going to take care of all the listings of where we say you should be eating or reading or talking about. And I hope you're driving safely right now, Cynthia. Oh, red light. Stop. Stop, Stop. Don't run that red light, Cynthia. But while you are listening, Cynthia, I'd like to talk about a couple of things that are recently opening or getting ready to open. Ooh, what's that? You want to talk about this? More places I have to put in the show notes, apparently. Yes, you do. I'm just going to make you Work, 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 work. Do you know where the Linden Row is downtown? The new place at the Linden Row is going to be called Parterre. Ooh. Yeah, breakfast, man. Parterre. Yes, I want all the breakfast from this spot. What does that mean? Do we know? No, Parterre? I don't know. You're the French guy. Uh, no, you know nothing? No, I know nothing, Jon Snow. And then in super sad news, are you sad While you're this? laughing, okay. Yeah, Trevinia over at Willow Lawn has shut its doors. You know, I know, I know, I know you're laughing about that, but... So many people, when we posted that on our website, WTVR.com, people were actually upset and confused as to why it closed. People go there. They yes, went there. Yes, because they, they had an amazing happy hour yeah. and really cruddy food. I guess. The comp- Wait, now you can know about all the happy hours. But the company out of business, first, right? They can just advertise them. So right. you don't have to worry about Trevinia and its amazing happy hour because so many other places have great ones. Are you seeing places that are taking advantage of the new law? It is Probably one of my favorite things that has happened in Virginia in a while. Surprise! Have you discovered any new ones? 
Happy hours? Oh, yeah. I saw yeah. you put it on your Instagram. You asked that question. Do people respond to you? I oh, know they did because so they always do. So many people are excited to know about happy hour. If you haven't been to Greek on Carrie. I have not been. That happy hour is banging. Okay. And apparently everybody else knows about it because we got there and hopes to do happy hour and it was crazy busy. Is that Carrie Town? Yes, it okay. is in Carrie Town. It's right at the corner, like very near the Jasper or across from Can Can. Sure, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, like, you can get... Aperol spritzes, gin and tonics, all things that you would think that you would have in an aperitivo, and then snacks on snacks. What other happy hours were mentioned? Do you recall? Um, other ha- La Mer is always mentioned in my happy hours. I uh, heard that Bookbinders has a very solid one. They're o- offering food as well, which is really, really kind of cool. Um, in Suboka, their tequila is on happy hour. Did you know that? No idea. I mean, either. Um, Ipanema has a fabulous happy hour, which is down in the VCU area. Speaking of Ipanema, I saw they posted on their social media this week about a secret cocktail you can order if you're having trouble with. A, yes, a man or a woman, perhaps. Cocktail. Yeah, yeah. That's so. We talked about safe spaces last right. week, two weeks ago on the podcast. It's a very similar idea. So, like, if you're, I mean, I don't really love dating apps, but people use them. So, like, if your Tinder app goes poorly, you just you go ask to the bar the and angel cocktail. Yeah, that's, it's pretty ingenious. I know some probably on happy hour. Yeah, right. So, Roby, we're here at a. Uh, at Barrel Thief on Patterson Avenue. This live audience loves us. I can see it from here. Everyone is loving us. He took a bite of his sandwich. This lovely lady to my left is loving people. me. I am harassing them. But you know what we're doing? What's that? I oh. love this. Wait, I wait, love wait, wait, this. Wait, wait. Hold on one second. We'll do this question. Come over here. There's a microphone right there. We got to get used to this because we're getting ready to do a live podcast. So we actually have a live question and I want it. First of all, what is your name? What's your name and where are you from? Hey, how you doing? Hey, I'm good. I'm Susan McNamara. Hi. And I'm a frequent uh, visitor to Barrel Thief. God, so Booth I'm glad is amazing. You're here. Sunday, best Sunday brunch. Well, I, do you want expensive or not expensive? I mean, not like really expensive. So go to Lucy's. Okay, I've never heard of that. It's great. It's in Jackson. Well, it's like right outside of Jackson Ward. It's beautiful. They actually have their own farm, so they source all of their beef from this one farm out in the middle of Monrovia. It's called Monrovia. Okay. It's owned by a couple. I mean, their last name is Lucy, if that's helpful. Okay. And it's absolutely delicious. And reservation, or you can just show You can make reservations if you have a large party. Okay. Um, Keep in mind, it is a smaller restaurant. Okay, it's just four of us. Oh, then it'll be perfect. You'll get a sweet booth and some delicious stuff. Okay, awesome. Awesome. Thank you. That's our first live question. Uh, dude, it was as fun as I Oof, thought it was going to be. That was some pressure. How that feel for you? That was impre- well, I was just holding the mic, but that was some pressure. Just, just right in. All right. So, wow. That was, uh, that was pretty cool. Impromptu. That was, that was good, Roby. Uh, do you feel good about that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That I great. like a good... So, the, yeah, Amanda and Jason Lucy, they're actually fantastic. Um, he worked at Camden's, which was downtown for... Down, like, way down in Manchester for okay. a little bit. Um, no, she worked there. He didn't work there. Um, and now they've opened to their own spot. So we were saying, before that live question... But come on, this great. is like a perfect segue we, for you. We were saying, uh, we're going to be live in a couple of weeks at another event. So very cool thing we have going on, Scott, and I'm super excited that you're super nervous. You keep sending me messages. Um, Real Local, which is a local organization that promotes local restaurants in the state of Virginia, and using local, being local, supporting local, all those fun things. Um, they do a Monday morning meeting, I guess, for members and non-members. It's free to attend. It happens at St. Stephen's at 10 a.m. And you and I are going to be on air live with Virginia Foodie. Her name is George. 
George runs that Virginia Foodie Instagram account that has about 44,000 followers. And we're hoping that people will come and attend and send questions to us before we do it. I am a little nervous. Why? But events like these are, are helping me out. Why? Because I'm used to like a controlled environment and All right, being able I'm, to heavily edit what I say. I'm going to leave this with everyone and we're going to close this podcast out. But if you aren't familiar with Scott Wise, he is an Emmy Award winning producer for Channel 6. So nerves don't even happen here. <laughs> And so when you come join us on Monday, that's August the 5th at 10 a.m. at St. Stephen's, please ask him all the food questions because I will be there just smiling. And if they show up, will there be food to eat, do you think? Absolutely. There is a couple of vendors and they can eat it, Virginia. This episode of Eat It, Virginia was brought to you by your locally owned and operated McDonald's restaurants. National First Responders Day is October 28th. Show your first responder ID for a free sandwich. This has been a production of the Tribune Audio Network.